Good morning on a Saturday. This probably be the new day of the pod, and I'm still trying to figure it out. I know it's been a while. I'm I'm here. I know you guys have missed me. I've missed you guys too. Now it's been a while. It's been since March. March was twenty second since the last episode. It has almost been two months, but this is what's been going on. I'm gonna spend this segment. Telling you what's going on. Uh, me and my wife, we got a new place in Westland, so we are here. And that's where I will be recording in Westland. And remember, I did a an episode in the parking lot down the street from actually where we're staying at. So that that's exciting. We went to Vegas. Let me tell you about Vegas. We was in Vegas for the draft, and I, and I was trying to do everything I could to give you my mock draft. My mock draft. And we was there for the draft. I mean, we missed the first day, but we was there for Friday and Saturday's uh, time at the draft. But, I mean, when I tell you it was rocking in Vegas, it was great. Uh, I didn't know where it was at exactly, but, I mean, we were about two, three minutes driving-wise there. I mean, from where the actual draft was at, but it was exciting um to be there we enjoyed ourselves if you've never been to vegas you gotta go you want to go again i would go right now if i had the money for it uh but it has definitely been an exciting um exciting last two months everything is changing uh the weather is getting nice here in detroit in michigan and you know you're pretty much you know you're in good shape there so i've uh I've been very excited uh, just with everything. I wanted to get ready for the NBA playoffs. Uh, Of course, you know, last time we talked about the NBA, talked about the Nets and and everything. And, you know, just pretty much I I didn't give you my baseball preview. I am no longer a Yankee fan after what they pulled to the Tigers, to Miggy and his uh, 3,000 hit. I mean, he was going to get it eventually. So maybe I'm being a crybaby and, you know, but, you know, they pulled that move. So I'm no longer a Yankee fan. Uh, but they're playing very, very good right now. So can't really be mad at that. I got to respect them. But you know how they do every chance they get. So uh, definitely have been paying attention to everything going on. I want to jump right into the NBA. You know, honestly... These playoffs have been somewhat exciting. Um, I've enjoyed because I'm, I'm gonna do a little football thing too. But you know, starting with the East, you know, I want to just go through with the series that's that's you know this this round of playoffs. I don't want to talk about last one. I, I want to talk about just what's going on in this round, and I'm gonna have a little fun. I don't want you. Uh, the Heat and the 76ers. We'll just start there. We start with the East. Heat 76ers. You know, what really is the 76ers problem? Like, it seems like every year just bad things happen to this organization where it just doesn't go right. And for Philly, I'm looking at them like, is it really time for them to like just 
give up or something. Like, I, I really don't know how to feel about the 76ers because I go ahead and, and look at, okay, James Harden, is he going to resign with this team? He pretty much needs to. I mean, who else is going to take James Harden? Now, you can go along and look through all the teams that have some money and, you know, maybe he'll just be very good. I mean, he's just a playmaker. He's not expected to score. You know, he is the playmaker. You put him on a team with, I think, good players. Like, he should have just stayed with the Nets, honestly, if you ask me. I think they would have won. Because Celtics, it would have been very hard for them to neutralize all three of them. I think he should have stayed with the Nets, just figured it out. I don't know if they would have won with no Joe Harris, but I mean, with those three, if those three are going to be healthy, yeah, they're going to be fine, you know. But when you look at what happened to James Harden, I'm not going to be as ruthless as everybody else because he's still a playmaker. You know, that's, that's his game. He can make plays. He's not asked to score, and that's the thing. He's not asked to score anymore. He doesn't have that in this game. He's been in the league for 13 years. 12, 13 years. And honestly, what do you guys expect from him? Because what we saw last year, that was a good James Harden when you have those guys around him who can shoot. When you have KD. Unfortunately, he got hurt last year. Because I honestly still think, okay, yeah, I picked the Bucks to win it all. Did I think the Bucks have a very good team? Yes. And it wasn't no disrespect to the Nets. I said give them next year. They keep these guys together. They stay healthy. They're going to win. They let one go, and it's on the Kyrie KD. Now we have ourselves a little problem, a big problem. So – we're focusing on 76ers. What should they do? I mean, I honestly feel like Tobias is getting paid a lot of money. Tobias definitely got paid a lot of money. I've talked about this, I think, even before this podcast and started and came out and all of that. So, you know, I'm kind of in the, in the whole mix of, well, yeah, he got paid a lot. And he's going to get 38 next year. You know, like 38 and a half million next year. And damn near 41 million the year after that. So, I mean, he's chilling right now. They're going to let – that's where Philly messed up. Why did you – you should have paid Jim Butler. Jim Butler's right. You should have paid him that money. Like, th- this is where the 76ers failed, and nobody talks about that. Like, you telling me you couldn't, excuse me, pay Jimmy Butler, and he just signed an extension, and he's worth the money. You know, I don't think Kyle Lowry's worth that money that he's getting, and I don't think Duncan Robinson is worth that money that he's getting from Miami when you have other guys uh, who is well-deserving on that roster. The Heat may have messed up their payroll, but, hey, they still have a good team, and this is where now you need to win now if you're Miami versus, you know, later. Because I think this is your time here if you're Miami. But back to Philly, it's really on the decision of James Harden. 
Because if he just decides to be like, hey, I'm going to leave, then pretty much that's it. (laughs) You know, that wasn't a good trade for Philly. You know, maybe he has intentions on signing. I don't know. Um, What are some teams he could go to? Mm, Who has the money? He he can't go to San Antonio. Let's see, Sacramento might have the money. I mean, they won't have to deal with Chico, Jeremy Lamb, but they're paying Darren Fox. I mean, Darren Fox is getting paid. He's only going to get better, I think. On Portland's side, what do you do? Because I think. And I don't want to just fumble along all these teams because I kind of want to wait until, like, the offseason and all of that good stuff. You're going to have to pay Anthony if you're Portland because I think he's well-deserved to be paid. And if not, hey, you come here. Come here, Anthony. We'll pay you some money. And you've shown that you're capable of being very good. Portland would be interesting. Uh, but I don't think – I mean, not for James Harden, but just as a team in general. Like, do you see Harden going to New York? I mean, New York's not paying nobody. I mean, they still got guys. Everybody's going to be coming back. They really need a playmaker on that team. That would be an interesting one. I think James Harden will be able to handle that. I think that'll make them better, and people probably be like, "Uh, how is that going to make them better? They need a playmaker on that team. You just look at teams who need playmakers. Like, okay, say the Clippers. Now, I don't think they'd be able to afford James Harden uh, because of all these contracts. They basically got the same team. And, of course, they had a Norman Powell and Covington. I mean, they have a good team. They just need Kawhi. And I think Clippers would be fine for next year. But you got to look at teams who need playmakers. Like, okay, Memphis has their playmaker. Milwaukee don't have a true point guard. But they're not – they can't be – they're already paying 30-plus mil to the big three over there. So that, you know, that makes no sense. Phoenix has their playmaker in Chris Paul. Um, you just need, like, a, a team here. Like, okay, say Chicago. They're not paying nobody 30 mil. They really need a playmaker. But I don't know if that would gel with DeMar and Levine. Denver needs a playmaker. You're paying Jamal Murray, who was supposed to be your playmaker, but it would be good to see him back. Denver should be better. Um... It, but then you got to remember, Michael Porter is, make, is getting that money. I don't know what possessed him to pay that man like that. He ain't do nothing. He ain't do nothing yet. But then here's where the Pistons come into play. If you go ahead and get rid of that Jeremy Grant contract, here's where the Pistons start going to look good. I know I'm kind of leaning because I'm just trying to figure out, you know, where would he go? You know, where do he stand? On Ross, it's like Minnesota, they need a playmaker, but, you know, you're paying, why are they paying D'Angelo Russell 30 mil? I don't know. These contracts get absurd every year. Every year. It makes no sense to me. But anyway, the heat does move on. And the, the James Harden thing, yeah, his performance was bad. Uh, but when you don't have no players around him, 
they they might need a new coach. I mean, they need everything that you can possibly think. Like Embiid, yeah, he got hurt. I think if he was a hundred percent or whatever, well, he wasn't a hundred percent before the the concussion. But I mean, if he was somewhat something, then okay, then we're looking at something different. But Doc Rivers did mess that up. This team did not look good. In the playoffs, they didn't look good. I mean, James Harden, yeah, he shot 40%. He's bad. He shot 36% from downtown. That's close to Tyrese Maxey. That's close to Tobias Harris. I mean, Danny Green was the efficient one, too, 40%. I mean, these guys, I mean, I would take that percentage. Those percentage that I just said, I would take that. But you just think about it. Like, you're like, okay, Embiid was down because he was hurt. He wasn't 100%. And it was pretty much Tyrese Maxey leading the charge. Like, y'all looking at James Harden, but if you guys watched, it was really Embiid, not 30 points, not getting that. Tyrese Maxey played like he wanted to win. And that's what I love to see. So shout out to Tyrese Maxey. And by the way, I did go to a Piston game. Me and my wife went. Went to a Piston game. Uh, Did I say that to the last episode? I can't remember. The last episode is March. We're already in May. Where we go in April? Man, time is flying. Anyway, yeah, we went to see the 76ers, and we saw, you know, I saw Tyrese Maxey. I said, look, I like this kid, Tyrese Maxey. Um, he's been pretty good, you know. But, you know, just storylines around that, that series, though, he's the 76ers. Um, I mean, just Jimmy Butler, you know. Just being Jimmy Butler, you have to really recognize what he was able to do, and he's been very good on the road. So whoever he plays in that conference finals next week, that's when, you know, we'll see. Because, see, I'm counting the heat out because I think Boston and Milwaukee, they're top-tier teams, I think. You know, yeah, Miami got the number one seed, and I respect them. You know, and I think I think it really came down to Embiid being hurt. Like Embiid missed the first two games, and then it, there you go, Embiid's back. They got that win because I feel like with Embiid, seven six probably wins game one, and then we'll see what happens there. And that's where okay, they tied the series two two. But then Embiid just wasn't the same. He was not the same at all coming back into this series. Danny Green got hurt, you know. Embiid talking about not winning MVP. I'm sorry. Jokic deserves that MVP. He said, what you got to do to deserve it? And people like people probably saying, oh, he got robbed. He got robbed because he led the league in scoring. That's not what happens. You got to remember that Jokic, think about Jokic for a minute. If you don't think Jokic deserves MVP, then I don't know if you know basketball because you talk about a guy who had 27 points, right, Uh, about probably like 14 rebounds and like eight assists. And he also averaged a steal and a half. He led the team in steals and blocks. Like, what is it that we're not understanding here? He led the team to steals and blocks and scoring, rebounds, assists. 
and that's not MVP worthy or what? Yeah, you guys have to really account for that. Um, just Jimmy Butler just showing Philly like, hey, you guys should have kept me and not Tobias, which is true. I don't know. What makes the, like, I'll be like, okay, Tobias, you're gone. You can go to the Heat, and yeah, the Heat won't be good. Jimmy Butler stays there, and they somehow even got James Harden. That team's the favorite. You keep Jimmy Butler, they're probably in the championship. That's where you messed up, Philly. What is wrong with the organization? Like, Philly fans should be pissed right now. Daryl Morey is terrible. What exactly is going on in Philly? What really is going on? Like, this is terrible. Like, I'm not understanding what possessed this man to keep Tobias Harris and let go. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, okay, well, how long ago was this? Was it two years ago? Three years ago? I want to say it was three years ago. It was a 20... Uh, the 2018-2019 season, was that it? Wasn't it that? I can't freaking remember. I don't Or was it before that? Jesus, when was, when was Jimmy Butler on this damn team? It could have been before that. Golly. When was Jimmy Butler on this team? I, I really want to know. Um... I'm about to look this up. It, it was the the Toronto series. Like, that was their year right there. And that was the only year he was there. Right? That was the year. Because in that series, I think it, yeah, in that series, what what did Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler, I think, led the team in scoring that series. And it really took a Kawhi Leonard shot to win that series. Like, Embiid was so bad and nobody talks about it. Like, that Embiid is not this Embiid. They kept that. Like, Jimmy Butler just needed to be there. He was their guy in the playoffs. He was efficient. So was J.J. Redick. You know, Ben Simmons when he scored, he wasn't bad. They played defense, all of them. And it, it really took Kawhi Leonard to beat that team. Kawhi Leonard was outstanding that series. Pascal Siakam was outstanding in that series. Kyle Lowry was outstanding in that series. That, that was the big three there, and they all played well in that series. There was nothing they could do about Kawhi Leonard, and that was a hell of a shot. A hell of a shot by Kawhi. He was great that series. Philly, they, they tied that series, you know, went back home with a chance to go up 3-1. Then... They put themselves in position for game seven. They should have kept that team. I don't know what they were thinking letting Jimmy Butler go. Let him go to get swept by the Celtics the next year. The next year. Like, seriously, they got swept the next year. Jason Tatum, Kimba, Jalen Brown. Like, yeah, that happened. 
I spent so much time on this series because Philly, man, Philly really disappointed me with that, with the, the, the construction of the roster. They needed James Harden to carry them, but he's not that type of player. Joel Embiid is right. He's not. Doc Rivers, why did you have Joel Embiid in the game with all that time left in the Raptors series? I'm still trying to figure that out. Makes no sense. Fire this man. Fire Doc Rivers, please. That's another start. Let him go. They're like, okay, we got Doc Rivers. I know Doc Rivers only been there a couple of years. But what happened? You lost the Atlanta series. He can't take this team. He can't take this team to the conference finals. This team, that was the reason why they let go of Brett Brown. And honestly, they should have just kept Brett Brown. Elton Brent. Ellen Brand said, hey, we're gonna get rid of um we're gonna get rid of uh what's his face? Jimmy Butler. That that wasn't smart. <laughs> wasn't smart at all. So am I, am I blaming I guess you can blame uh Elton Brand for that? They're gonna do something here. They need a new direction or something. Ask start with Doc Rivers. There are more. You have to be like, okay, Doc Rivers. Can't get us to the conference uh, championship. Or if he stays another year, this is it, Doc. You ain't got that much time, sir. Not at all. I want to get to the other series in the playoffs, too. I've ran it because of the Sixers. But it's good to be back here. It's a lot of show that I get to today. All right, we're back. The uh, Bucks and Celtics um, series. Um, that that's been very good. You know, uh, a lot of people say Celtics in six. I mean, they probably should have won in six. Um, they're probably winning seven. This is uh definitely been a type of series that you just want to see. You know, you kind of expected it when you've seen the the matchups. You know, uh, kind of gave the Nets a little edge. That was my preseason pick, but they just didn't look right. They didn't. And when I talked to you guys, I think in January, I talked good about the Celtics and and how they're going to be okay. They're going to figure it out. They have that team. And we've seen the Celtics just in history. And just when you watch the Celtics, it's just beautiful basketball. Like I, I feel like there's no way the Bucks win tomorrow. I honestly do feel that way. Like that that is really in my heart. Like, they're going home, and the Bucks kind of screwed that. And, and it was kind of like you see game five, and you're like, yeah, the Celtics blew that one. And you're like, okay, they can win this because I think they can play just with everything they got. And it scares me because when I look at this team, this team could really be a dangerous team in the future. And a lot of people is not talking about it. At least I haven't heard anything. And when you have a, a guy like Grant Williams, who you're going to pay, because you're pretty much, okay, team option. I'm going to pay him because Al Horford's going to pro- most likely retire after next season or whatever, or just take a little bit of money, you know, whatever he got to do. You know, they signed him. They got him some good money to go with these pieces because you got to remember Jason Tatum, he's there for a while. 
and he's probably gonna be there forever. Jalen Brown, these, these are young guys. Like I'm just trying to just gel this team together. This is where their time is coming. Where I think the winner of that series wins the championship, and it's no knock to anybody else. But this is where this team could make sense. The Celtics to be back. So Celtic fans, hear me out here. And I know you probably have already just looked into this. Because a lot of people don't give this team credit. They're young. They're two old guys, Horford and Theus. And then Marcus Smart, he's he's 28. So, you know, you got to remember, he, he's pushing 30, but he is still, he just won defensive player of the year. He's very good. And he's he's knocking down that shot. He's been knocking down a shot this year, more than I've seen him hit in any other season. And and I'm gonna just try to make that be true because well, not really, but because I, I feel like he does hit a lot of threes. Um he, he don't shoot them efficiently, no. But I can tell, like in these playoffs, it's really been good for him. Even last year in the playoffs, it was really good. But this team has just been in the playoffs. They've been right there, been in the conference finals. They're trying to make that finals push. That's all they need. They have the chemistry. I've talked about it with a good friend of mine, and we talked about the chemistry. And chemistry is very important. We know that in the NBA. And we know that Golden State has the chemistry. Uh, And I think that's where those two could meet. But we shall see. Because I still can't draw Phoenix out. But when you look at the way this team is constructed in Boston, you ain't really got to pay nobody. Grant Williams, you probably give Peyton Pritchard a little something. You know, I have to make a note here on their draft situations. If I don't have it, I'm, I don't think I have it. No, I don't have it in front of me. But I'm going to have to make a note on their draft situations because they usually do good in that aspect in drafting. But they ain't really paying nobody. Robert Williams, they locked him up until Jason Tatum's player option. Well, Jason Tatum had a player option going into the 25-26 season. Marcus Smart, that's his last year. Robert Williams, that's his last year. Jalen Brown, he has two more years after this season to see what's going to happen with that. But if they're going to keep winning, that's where this team just probably won't die. And they will be able to keep these guys. You made a great trade in Derek White. I always thought that was an, a, a very good trade. I don't think I said it here on the pod, but that was a very good trade to put Derek White on this team. Because I said, man, he's a very good defender. This is going to be tough with Derek White, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Horford, and Tatum, if that's the defense. But then you got Robert Williams, who was the best defender in the paint. Now, unfortunately, he's hurt, and they shouldn't even have brought him back. I think they should just let him chill. You know, you got Horford. You, you still got that body. You got Grant Williams, who's a big body, too. And you're set there. As long as this team stays healthy, they're going to be very good. And just the history of Boston, it, it's it's kind of like, okay, can they finally get it? They, they did change coaches. You know, Brad Stevens wasn't bad. You know, Ime Udoka is pretty good. You got him from the San Antonio Spurs aspect, the mentor. And I think he's going to be a champion, especially he wins this. This is first year coach. He gets, he's going to get it done. I really believe it. And there's Brad Stevens. You know, he's not bad himself, you know, but 
you know, they had to go a different direction. Danny Ainge, you know, he said, okay, let's let's try this way. Let's let's make it where okay, Brad Stevens be the executive because he knows what he's looking at. You look at you know, he knows what he's scouting, he knows what he's doing. I think he's gonna get it done. So they said, Okay, let's move from there and then we get Ime. And then that's the way Brad Stevens would get his ring. Because they were they lost it to the Heat a couple of years ago. That was the year the Heat went. And you know, you kinda was like, Okay, maybe Boston to go. You seen how Boston played in game one. But then Miami won the two in Boston, kinda screwed themselves up and Boston almost won the two in Miami. Which, you know, if Boston just, well, that was the, the shortened season. So it wasn't like they were playing at the Garden. That was the, the pandemic, the bubble season. So it was like, okay, Boston, you had it right there. If, if it wasn't for COVID, Boston probably goes and they play the Lakers. And they, I think they probably could have beat the Lakers. I would have still picked the Lakers because of the 2020, you know, situation. But, you know, that's where it was messed up for the Celtics there. You know, this is why this is their time. If you hear this before tomorrow, you put your money on Boston. And they just missed out on the Milwaukee Bucks in the 18-19 season. You know, this is what happens when you don't have home court. You won that game one. You know, this is when Kyrie was on the team. You won that. But then after that, that's when Milwaukee just took advantage. And things just didn't go well in that series, in that aspect. Uh, especially with, you know, just just everything didn't go right. Jason Tatum, you know, still a kid, 20. You know, Jalen Brown, 22. They just they have the experience in the playoffs. They're just babies. And then, of course, you got Kyrie Irving on the team. And you've seen it the year before that. They went – they were even big-time babies and almost went to the finals that year. Big-time babies where, yeah, they blew out Cleveland. They're like, okay, we're coming. We're up to zip. And then next thing you know, that's when LeBron James was being LeBron James. And it was kind of like, okay, yeah. If it wasn't for LeBron James being on that team, we'd go. Because they were right there, and everybody was stepping up. But now this is where Jason Tatum grew up. Jason Tatum was 19 at that time, and now he has grown up. And this team, I think, is destined to win this series now. Uh, And – the way they beat the Nets, you kind of had to take uh, Boston, but it was just hard for me. Honestly, it was hard for me. Now, on Milwaukee's side, yeah, you just came off a championship, and they're going to probably just keep on trying. They need Chris Middleton. If that Chris Middleton, they probably win. It's still hard to say, but it, it, it would definitely be tough. It still would go seven games like it is now, uh, but I think that that's where, you know, the Celtics got to hold on to their leads. They need to work on that. Uh, but I think Tatum is going to lead the way. Game seven tomorrow, 3.30 is going to be great. I got to figure out what I'm going to eat because we got to have something festive for this game. 3.30, right after service. Well, it's not right after service. Still got some time. Might have to get some Chinese. Might say, hey, let's get some Chinese, babe. Let's go to some spot. It was a spot. I'm going to sit with the past and say it. Remember, and I'm gonna go there. I'm saying, let's get Chinese tomorrow. Let's go to this place, and let's get it. I think it was in uh, Canton. I don't know. I have no clue. But yeah, let's move on to the West. I want to hurry up here because I want to get to this NFL schedule because I still haven't looked at the schedule all the way. Uh, but I'm gonna start with the Lions schedule. But we'll get there in a minute. 
the Suns and the Mavericks. Now, I'm I've got a a nice wager with a good friend of mine and Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. You know, hopefully he listens in and he hears that he gets a big shout out. Uh, and I haven't said nothing to him since this series has started. He, he's talking, you know, he's like, look, and he has every right. Like, let's look in on Dallas situation here because they're playing better than I thought they would. You know, Luca's Luca. Dallas, you have the opportunity to go to Western Conference Finals and really make people believe. Like, the Mavericks haven't won a series since they won a championship, which kind of scares me because you guys, well, you guys don't remember, but some people know that I picked Dallas to win when 2011, with like the start of 2011, like January 2011, I said, oh, yeah, Dallas is going to win because they were just hot at that at that time. I said, yeah, this team is going to win championship. Now, they're not playing the same type of defense like they did, but they are playing good defense. And they don't have Tim Hardaway playing. Uh, they got – they did very good midseason acquisitions. Spencer Dinwiddie trade. Everett Bertans, that was huge. I thought that was huge. Um, and now it's like – You got Luca locked up. Do you, these guys are going to be together next year? Maybe outside of Brunson, if Brunson decides to go elsewhere and get paid, paid, uh, which is very possible that Jalen Brunson is not going to be on this team, which I think will be fine when you have Spencer Dinwiddie, Tim Hardaway's coming back, Davis Bertans, you add him in the mix. These are veteran guys around Luca, who's only twenty three. If Dallas was to win this, if they were to beat Phoenix, I would give them a very, very good shot to beat Golden State. It's very hard for me to say that they're going to beat Phoenix, but I would not be surprised now looking at the series. Because beforehand, I said, yeah, there's no way they're going to win. But now it's like, I think Dallas will play like their lives depend on it. I know they haven't played well in Phoenix. Nobody's played well on the road. And this is where, okay, Dallas, take this next step. Win the road playoff game, please. You have to do this. You have to win this road game because you've shown that you can win on the road when you play Utah. Now, Utah used to be a tough spot to win. But they played very well in that situation. Now, I'm not even going to get on to get on Utah right now. We're going to save that for when the season's over with. Because I'm going to consistently be on on Saturdays now. That's going to be the new day. Saturdays be expecting new episodes because that's the time I got to put in some episodes. To give you some content and it'll be about this time. But anyway, back to the the Rogan. Yeah, Dallas have to show that they're going to win on the road here. This is the game here because they've even shown it last year in the Clippers series. Remember, they won the first two on the road and we're like, well, that's over. And then they get to game seven and I guess the Clippers. And Luka's going to play well. Like, if you don't want to bet on this game per se, 
Ben Luca to score because in elimination games, he goes off every time. So that's your indicator. That's your bet right there. You bet on that man, Luca, to go off. It's so hard to, to count Phoenix out because they play so well at home. Now, they have destroyed them outside of game one. Mavericks got to come out ready to go. They need to because the Suns will come to play. They will definitely come to play. And I'm going to hope that Dallas – I'm going to hope that this is a very good game because it's an 8 o'clock start. I'm already going to be excited from what happened with Boston and Milwaukee. I don't want to go ahead and look into this and be like, what happened? That's not what I'm going to want to do. The Memphis and the Warriors. The Warriors won in six. You know that I kind of hoped that this game went seven and see what happened in Memphis. It, it was going to be very tough with the Warriors, but I I just don't like the, how the Warriors are playing. You know, with these threes, they're just throwing it up, and that could be bad. Um, but the thing is, Memphis just couldn't rebound. That was the problem. And they needed to rebound the basketball. But what's the future like for Memphis? Now, it's bright because, okay, you already got Jaron Jackson. You're going to pay John Morant. That's going to happen. You got Adams for another year. You got Dylan Brooks for another year. And Desmond Bain, what are you going to do? Like, this is where, okay, the money's going to start talking. You're going to be able to pay John. You're going to be able to pay uh, Bain. What's going to happen when Brooks' contract is up? Do you try to move Brooks? You kind of want Brooks. This team is young. You're going to need Jackson. You're going to need um, Bain. You're going to need John. Dylan Brooks is 26. So do you just like, okay, try to do something? Because you got Anthony Melton. You go ahead and do something. You still got young pieces. Zaire is 20. This team is fairly young. The oldest guy, like I said, is Steven Adams, Kyle Anderson, too. And they're probably just going to let him walk, whatever happens. Or just keep Tyson Jones. They're going to do something here. But Memphis' future is bright because you got Jaron Jackson for a while. And he only can get better. It's good to see him healthy for another year. Um, And you have uh, Jean Morin. Hopefully he can stay healthy. That's the thing, and I've always talked about that. You know, people talk about John Morant and Zion Williamson. Yeah, Zion missed the whole year, but he's going to be back with a Pelican team that's going to be very, very good. Now, I ain't trying to be all into the Pelicans mix, but when you talk about it, hey, Zion Williamson, you're going to have to give him some money too. They're like, okay, we're talking contracts. Let's get Zion this money. But, you know, what if they're like, okay, we're done with Zion? What happens? Like, do you feel like they'd do that? I don't know. Could they do it? Yeah, but when you have, you need CJ Ingram, Zion, this team will be loaded with time because CJ is very good. And Brandon Ingram, he just gets better and better. And he's only 24. You have to remember, Brandon Ingram was 24. My Lakers gave up on him. But anyway, you know, Memphis, it, it was tough for them. Uh, people really, I didn't think they would win the series. Um, I knew they would be in competition with Minnesota. Minnesota was the better team in that series, which is why 
it was an indicator that Golden State would beat Memphis because it's just like, okay, yeah, Golden State's not Minnesota. So, yeah, here we go. Now, with Golden State, they won this. They're going to really get ready for the winner of this Phoenix and Dallas series. And if you're Golden State, you're probably like, okay, what are we going to do with our roster? Because now they're going to have they're going to have to do something here. They need to win now if you're going to state because they just won't have the money next year. And I know I'm I'm always feeding off onto contracts and going into next year, but I mean Steph, he, he's there until he's 40. 25-26 season. That's 39, 38, 39, 40 years old. Pushing that, so he ain't got too much left. Clay Thompson ain't got too much. You're going to have to tell these players, like Jordan Poole. You're going to have to tell Jordan Poole, uh, sorry we can't pay you a lot yet. Stay here. And But then what if he's like, okay, I want this money? Because you never know. You get hurt, and then what? Or, you know, you, you got Looney here who, Got a player option. He wanted to stay. So he stayed and he's doing what he's doing. And we're going to see what goes on after that. Because you're like, okay, we got Wiseman. He can just be ready for the opener of next season. Then we'll have Wiseman. We'll be ready for next year. But it's like, okay, what are we going to do without a Porter? Iggy's probably going to retire. This is why this is probably the year for them too. But I think Boston's coming, man. Like, Golden, I don't like the way Golden State is playing. They can't do this to Boston. I'm going to tell you this right now. If they play Boston, they're not being Boston. They will have to hope Miami goes. Or even, I don't want to say hope Milwaukee goes. Because I think it'll be, it would be definitely, it will definitely be tough for them to beat Giannis. Like, I think Boston is constructed to beat Giannis. Like, they said, okay, we can neutralize KD. We can do that. We can neutralize Giannis. I know Giannis is still doing this thing, but it's like the rest of the team. They can't do anything with those bodies. So Giannis is going to get his. It's the rest of the team. So that's why I think Boston wins because I can't trust them unless they have Chris Middleton. Then, yeah, I'd be like, okay, maybe they win. Maybe the Bucks win in six if they have Middleton, you know, Doesn't know I would have thought the game was seven still, but, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised. But uh, definitely, uh, I think this is Boston's time. That's where I'm just ending with here. This is Boston's to win here. I've I've talked about Boston. I I did the, the Mavericks thing, but I didn't guarantee a championship like I did the Mavericks. And, you know, man, man, me and my barber, we talked about it. And he he put it in my head that it was already in my head, but I couldn't say it to anybody else outside of saying it on the pod. That was it. That was all. So that that is that. We're gonna get to the NFL next. Ooh la la! The NFL schedule is out. What an opening night! That's a beautiful Thursday night football game on September eighth. Like, I literally want to go to L.A. 
That's my plan. I hope that this takes me to L.A. on Thursday Night Football, September 8th. Because the Bills and the Rams will be there. And I'm kind of bummed out because I wanted to see the Bills come here. But I won't be in town. I'll be in Florida. So that'll probably be the week I won't be doing the show. Uh, like that Saturday. I, I think we'll come back that Saturday. I'm not sure. But um, that Bills and Rams, that's going to be an epic opening night in football. Like, the Bills were so close to making the um, the AFC Championship game to possibly match up with the Rams last year. So, it was it was definitely it's definitely going to be a big time game. Josh Allen um, going to LA and other Rams and be ready to go. So I'm ready for that. Uh, other week one matchups that I'll be looking forward to. Um, of course, the Eagles coming here. Uh, a lot of people are already talking about going to that game. Uh, I don't do opening <laughs> week games, but I will be here watching Red Zone, having fun, doing my thing. Uh, that's probably the game I'm going to watch, though, because I think the Eagles is an improved team. We'll see what Jalen Hurts do. What would the Lions do? Because if you start off that game for the Lions, because I want to start with their schedule for real. Uh, but if you look at the Lions' schedule um, for the regular season, it starts off there. They have some winnable games on their schedule. Like, okay, the Eagles only beat bad teams. So if the Eagles was to win, okay, that tells me, okay, yeah, the Lions are still bad. <laughs> and then, you know, we talk about, okay, would the Lions be bad? And then it comes down to the game against Commanders. That's a winnable game. They beat the Eagles, get the Commanders. They can possibly be 2-0, have a big game against Minnesota. Possibly, it's always tough in Minnesota, but they always play well. And, you know, okay, I would say 2-1. They could go 2-1. Maybe they start 2-1-0 at home. But then what if they go 1-2, you say? They get Seattle after that. Seattle's tanking for a quarterback. They ain't trying to win. They can't do nothing anyway. That's the game. Okay, yeah. The Lions could be 2-1 at home, 3-0 and at home. Who knows? My my presumption is, okay, they can be 2-2 two two right here. Yeah, they get New England. That would be tough, but ain't like Mac Jones. Is, it's Tom Brady. New England ain't really improved nothing to me. The Lions did. Could the Lions win this game? They could. I don't think they go five and zero going into the bye week, but two and three, three and two, possibly four and one. That's good, because then you have to actually got a bye week. You get an extra week to get ready for Dallas. We don't know what Cowboy team we're going to see at the time. Yeah, the Cowboys would be there. Now the Miami game, I might go to, because Miami would be here. It'd be good to see Tyreek Hill. That will be fun. I don't know if we win that game and get Green Bay after that too. Don't know what Green Bay team we'll see too with the new acquisitions. Well, a new, you know, you've seen Devontae Adams go to the Raiders. You've seen uh, uh, Numb Nuts, Speedy Guy, uh, go to the Chiefs. So we don't know what we're going to see. They got a rookie, though, who's going to be getting a lot of targets. So that's the guy you draft in the fantasy leagues, guys. Can't remember his name right now. Uh, but Chicago, you go to Chicago. I don't know what direction they're in. The Giants, they've gotten better with the draft. But that's still a winnable game. 
Now the Buffalo Bills coming to town. Everybody gonna say, "Oh, that's a loss." I mean, probably, probably depending on the record, then. But you know, we'll see. Jacksonville comes into town. That should be a win. You're gonna split with Minnesota. You're gonna split with the Bears, maybe unless you sweep them. You got the Jets. You go to Carolina. These are winnable games. They could be a, a seven, eight, nine team, a nine win team here. Looking at the schedule. I mean, that's just that's just simple to me. I don't think they're going to be as bad. I don't even know if mock drafts have them. I don't know. We'll see. I'm about to look at mock drafts for 2023 just to see what, where everybody looking at here. Where mock drafts, you know, the Texans would be bad. They actually still feel like the Lions will be bad. If the Lions are bad. If they get top two, they're grabbing a quarterback off it. I want the Lions to be bad. I need them to be bad. Like, please be bad for this year. Like, that is like my prayer. Like, Lions, be bad so we can get a quarterback in C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Because it is a deeper QB class. I'm not going to say, okay, that's just it. Cam Ward's coming out. So you could still be bad and get that. Will Levis is coming out. Uh, This is where you get some guys. There's some quarterbacks in this draft that you can go ahead and get. If you're bad, you don't have to make the playoffs. You're going to either need the Rams to be bad. Because I think Tyler Van Dyke's going to be in there too. Uh, this is a good quarterback class. So you could be, like I said, you don't have to be top two. I mean, if you are, then, I mean, that's amazing. But don't go ahead and go 18-0 and 0 and then mess up every chance you got. But then you have to hope the Rams are bad this year, which I don't know if they will be because I have to look at the schedule. But, you no, know, because you've seen them losing game one. <laughs> Uh, to uh, Buffalo. I mean, it could happen. I'm just going through the schedule here, though. Um, just going through week one. I'm not going through everything. It'll be good to see Mahomes against Kyler Murray. That's a fun matchup. Some fun matchups at 425. That's one of them. The Raiders at my Chargers. I'm going to be watching that one. Uh, as uh, Yeah, the Sunday night game is Tom Brady um, at Cowboys. That's a hell of a game, and it's only one Monday night game, Denver at Seattle. So that's huge because you got Russell Wilson going to Seattle for the first game of the season. That's that's interesting itself. I wonder, are these Thursday night games better? Week two, my Chargers goes to Arrowhead. So we got two tough matchups, division matchups, where we don't need to go 0-2, or else I'm already – written off the ship of the Chargers, being a Chargers fan, because this is my last season. They need to do something because it's going to annoy me if they don't. Um, Tampa at New Orleans could be interesting in week two. Um, I'm trying to see what else. Uh, Cincy at Dallas. Oh, Dallas got a tough schedule to start. Jesus. Cincy going to Dallas. Um, Arizona at Raiders. That should be good. Oh, my gosh. Allegiant uh, Stadium, 
beautiful. We haven't been inside, but we saw the outside. Like, oh my gosh, Chicago and Green Bay this Sunday night. And how about this? It's a doubleheader on Monday. Well, not a doubleheader, but two Monday night football games uh, on September 19th. Is that something they're doing or just, just what they did? Tennessee at Buffalo should be good. Minnesota at Eagles should be a good one too. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if they're implicating that. I don't know if they just did it that time yet. Pittsburgh at Cleveland, I mean, that's not a bad Thursday night football game. Don't know what Cleveland's going to do with the quarterback situation. Um, just trying to look at some key matchups. The Rams at Cardinals, that could define everything. There you got Niners at Denver. Denver's going to be that powerhouse team you want to watch. You got Cowboys at Giants. That'll be a hype game on Monday night. Uh, just always hype with the division games there. Miami at Cincy. It looks like Thursday night football games are, are going to be good and special. Kansas City at Tampa. No, that's been highlighted with the week four matchup. Rams at Niners on Monday night. It looks like we got some good primetime action. Denver at Raiders. Um, this is the four o'clock special. Uh, New England at Green Bay could be a good one. Uh, you got uh, the Colts at uh, Denver. That should be a good one. We've got some good good Thursday nights. Uh, Raiders at Kansas City, Monday night game, Cincy at Baltimore. Uh, that should be that should be special. It's like the, the schedule looks promising. You know, maybe the Colts in Denver, not all of that, but it's still good. Like, okay. The Commanders at the Bears, yeah, you you kind of screwed us there. Uh, but football fans are going to watch it. Uh, we do got the Broncos coming to my Chargers. Um, so their match is going to be over with October 17th. Uh, let's see. I just did week six. So week seven, uh, the Saints and the Cardinals should be a good Thursday night game. Pittsburgh at Miami should be good. Um, Kansas City at Niners, it's the 4 o'clock game. Seattle at Chargers, yeah, that's nothing with no um, uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, the Bears at Patriots, not really a fan of that Monday night game. Uh, the Ravens at Tom Brady on Thursday night football should be good. Green Bay at Buffaloes on Sunday night football, I meant Thursday night football for Ravens and Bucks and Cincy at Cleveland Monday night. Um, let's see. The Eagles at Texans, not the ideal Thursday night football matchup we want. Tennessee at Arrowhead, it's going to be a good one. Tennessee, so they have a real tough schedule. Rams at Tom Brady on the 6, 4 o'clock at Sunday. Ravens at Saints Monday night football. I'm just my first time seeing it, so I'm just live reacting to the schedule here. Uh, Falcons, Panthers, yeah, that sucks. Thursday night football. Um, Chargers at Niners. Wow, my Chargers just got it tough, huh? Uh, Rams uh, at home against the Cardinals, a 4 o'clock matchup. Cowboys at Green Bay is also a good 4 o'clock matchup. Uh, The Commanders and Eagles, Monday night football, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Week 11, Titans, Packers, Thursday night football. And Cincy, Steelers, Sunday night football, Niners, Cardinals, Monday night football. The Chiefs and my Chargers play at 4 o'clock that week 11. 
that's it for that. Week 12, that's the um, the uh, Thanksgiving matchup. Got the Giants had Cowboys, and New England will go to Minnesota for that one. Um, I believe Tony Romo will be here yet again with Buffalo coming into town. Um, and let's see, Green Bay is at Eagles. Sunday Night Football should be good there. And we have Steelers, Colts on Monday Night Football. Week 13 matchup, uh, Buffalo at New England. That's always a good series. Um, Colts at Cowboys. My Chargers goes to the Raiders. Four o'clock start. Chiefs, Bengals, the rematch of the AFC Championship game. On December 4th, Chiefs got a really tough schedule. I might have to just look at theirs there. I think that whole division, that's going to be tough for a lot of opponents. Yeah, every time that division plays somebody, just watch. Like Raiders gets the Rams Thursday Night Football Week 14. Kansas City at Denver uh, on Thursday Night Football. I mean, Sunday Night Football, sorry. New England at Cardinals Monday Night Football Week 15. Um, the Niners and Seahawks. I don't think anybody's going to be watching that. Seahawks probably be destroyed by then. Patriots, Raiders, big time Sunday night football in Vegas. Rams at Packers should be big. Uh, Monday night football game. Week 16, we have Jacksonville at Jets. Oh my gosh. Um, Vegas, this is Christmas time, so a lot of football on Saturday. Christmas Eve has the full slate of football. So Christmas Eve, you get ready for the 1 o'clock games. You got two 4 o'clock, and you got the night game. So a lot of games on that day, uh, which where is the, the Lions? Yeah, Lions goes to Carolina. So that Saturday, we get Lions at Carolina should be great and uh, Christmas Day Green Bay at Miami and then Denver at Rams and Tampa at Arizona so one o'clock 430 then 8:20 Sunday night which is all very good games and then my Chargers goes to Colts on Christmas uh the day after Christmas Monday night football and then we have week 17. Week 17, which uh, has the no games on New Year's Eve, all the games on New Year's Day, which New Year's Day is on the first. And you have the Cowboys at Titans. And you have uh, the night game Rams at Chargers. So game at SoFi between Rams and Chargers. Chargers represented as a home team. Bills, Bengals on Monday Night Football there, and then we have Week 18, which all the games are on on Sunday. Times to be determined when we get closer to that, I believe. But if if it was up to me, the game probably you will be looking forward to seeing could be anything of the AFC West, I would say, uh, this time, and not of the Oh, well, yeah, it was last year, too, AFC West. So it could be the same situation with all four of those teams 
and position possibly could go to the playoffs. But of course, you know, previews of the um, NFL season is not given until we get closer to it. So you got a few more. So, yeah, that's the schedule. We're just ready to live together. All right, we're almost to a show's end, episode in here on Express Yourself. Um, I, I'm sorry, it's been a while, and I hope you guys just come back and continue to listen in to my nonsense about sports. And I'm trying to see if this guy's going to hit the fence, and he did not. Very good job. Uh, but um, just looking around in baseball, I haven't gave you guys my opinion on baseball. But right now, the New York teams look real solid. They lead both sides of the of the the spectrum here in their respective leagues and conferences, whatever you want to call it. Um, the Yankees are twenty four and eight. They are on fire. They have a four and a half game lead over the Tampa Bay Rays, who are still the Tampa Bay Rays. But Toronto's got to wake up. And I believe they lost uh, George Springer. I don't know how long. I know he left. I don't know if he's out for a while, but I know last night he left or the night before. Uh, but, yeah, the Yankees are starting to win when I'm no longer a fan. And people are like, are you really no longer a fan? That is true. I don't have a fandom of any team. Yeah, the Tigers. Uh, but the Tigers blows. And I don't know what's going to happen with that. But just looking at divisions here, start with the AL East real quick. Um, yeah, the Yankees – they just need to hang on. You know, that that's all there is. They're just hot right now. They're able to hit. And it was just weird to hear. And this was when they were playing the Tigers when they were when they, when they were here. Um uh, that when you have Aaron Judge and Giancarlo healthy and they just couldn't hit, nobody could hit. You know, that was the problem. But they're twenty four and eight and as long as those two guys are healthy, they should be fine. And I said that a couple of years ago where they should be fine, but now they're able to pitch. Cortez is making uh, making his way, was he 2021 or something like that? They just they just keep adding pitching. And when Gary Cole did bad here, ever since then, he's been spot on great. And I'm going to hope he carries that for the rest of the season and into the playoffs. Just the rest of the division. I mean, Tampa Bay is going to be there. I don't know if Toronto's kind of letting me down here. And if the Yankees are going to stay hot. There's no hope for Toronto. And and Boston is just they're just bad. Um, in the AL Central, the Twins have the lead. It was, it was kind of like between them and the White Sox. I said, watch out for the Tigers. The Guardians are doing somewhat good, but the White Sox are kind of uh, letting me down here. It's like their offense isn't clicking or something. That you know, that's that's where I'm getting a little bit like uh, what's going on with this team because, okay, yeah, you got Tim Anderson who can hit. But where is everybody else? Like, Luis Robert, he's Luis Robert. He's going to do that. I know that they're um, missing numbnuts over there. What's his, what's his name? Um, Eloy, he's out to, he's out of, with a 10-day, so that sucks. But it's not like he's been great. Um, it's it's bad enough that Gavin Sheets and Andrew Vaughn leads them and, and home runs. They have to figure something out, and it ain't looking good for this team where you look on the Twins, they got better, and they're leading the division. So that's tough. And the Guardians are playing pretty good. You got the Guardians keeping up, where 
I think where the, the Guardians could try to sneak and try to win the division, but I think this is the Twins finally. They're going to get it right. They're going to do what they need to do. Byron Buxton, as long as he's out there, the, the Twins are going to be fine as long as Byron Buxton's out there. though. He has to be out there because, yeah, they're missing Sano. They're missing Correa, and Sano ain't really been hitting well. But not even Byron Buxton, but Byron Buxton, he's leave, uh, leaving what he did last year and his home run numbers. He, he had 10 home runs so far this year. He only got 18 RBIs. So these home runs, all these RBI knocks, are, you know, he's at the top of the lineup. So it's going to be just like last year. He had like 21 or something like that. And then you got Jorge, who who's trying to figure it out. But it's not really them hitting. I mean, Luis Arias is, just finds a way to get on base. They're, they're pitching. The bullpen's been all right. And I mean, they're just they're just doing what they need to do to get by. I don't think they're a real serious team. Like who competes with the Yankees? Like okay, the Astros. The Astros and the Angels are going at it. The Angels are winning games because guess what? They're healthy. That's all they needed. You know, Houston they're hot right now. I think Houston won eleven straight. Uh, but when when you're the, when you're the Angels, yeah, you got Oakland. You got a team that you should beat. The Rangers, the team you should beat. So what the Angels are doing, you know, Rendon's not hitting well, but Mike Trout is. That's what you need. Shohei Otani is starting to get it together, and Taylor Ward is just unbelievable right now. I think he got about six or seven home runs. Shohei, I think, got like six of them. I mean, they're hitting. They're, they're scoring runners in, and this is what John – not John Madden, Joe Madden wanted, you know, for his team. And if they can pitch, that's which that's also a plus. Shohei Otani's pitching well. Uh, Reed Detmers is pitching well. Uh, Noah Syndergaard, you, we already know what he can do. Patrick Sandoval is pitching well. So and the bullpen is great. Like, when you have a good bullpen, you can win. And you're going to be competing with Houston for the division. And you're going to be in, in the playoffs. Angels, you're going to finally be in the playoffs that's really what you need, and you need these guys to be healthy. And that's just every team. Now, take a look at the Astros here. Um, you have uh, Michael Brantley, Ben Michael Brantley. Jose Altuve is just getting hot now. Jordan Alvarez, is just, he's going to lead the league in home runs. He's probably going to have 50 home runs. He's just can hit home runs. That's what he does. This team knocks in runs, too. They're, they're a veteran team. They're veteran tight team. You got Kyle Tucker, the young guy. Jeremy Pena is the young guy. You know, Yuli's the old guy. Maldonado's old. Jose Altuve is old. Michael Brantley's old. Bregman's uh, 28. Your your nine is 25. You got your nine and Kyle Tucker is your 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 young guys here. Everybody's getting older now, so this is that veteran team. And we're even gonna talk about pitching because they're they're spot on. JV's back. You can't hit JV. You can't. Yeah, he's allowed four home runs, but that comes, you know, solo shots. He's a fly ball pitcher. It happens, okay? But his ERA is still below two. Everybody, you got three guys who's below three, JV, Valdez, and Luis Garcia. And you got bullpen arms who, who ain't giving up nothing. Yeah, they've allowed one home run in the bullpen. I think every guy's allowed one. The one that allows the most, Luis Garcia or Curdy. And JV is the four. You can't be walking guys about it. You gotta you gotta limit the walks. 
you have to do that. Valdez and, and Jake Lola Rizzi, you got to limit that. But they're the team that can compete. I think those are your three top teams in the American League, Yankees, Astros, and Angels. And, and they're even the top three in record-wise. But just watching them, those are the teams. I don't think Seattle, Texas, Oakland. Oakland definitely doesn't have a chance, but Oakland was able to win most of their games thanks to the Tigers being bad. We're going to talk about that. So National League real quick. Um, start with the NL East. The Mets should win that division. I think they're just that good. Um, I I think when they get DeGrom back, that's going to put them over the top. They're just taking their time. They say, look, we're going to win without DeGrom. And, and when you got Pete Alonso hitting like this, 28 RBIs, he has about eight home runs. Um, that's good. Jeff McNeil able to get on base. Martana's able to get on base. Uh, Brandon Nemo able to get on base. Lindor got to get it together, though. We need you. J.D. Davis, what's going on with you? You're supposed to be the power guy, and you ain't doing nothing. You ain't hitting the ball. So that's where they, yeah, they got a little bit of flaws. But Lindor is that good of a professional. He'll figure it out. You got to love Lindor. And then you got uh, – I just hurt my knee on my table. Uh, but you have uh, Max Scherzer being Max Scherzer. Chris Bass has been great. Uh, McGill's been fine. I mean, I know his ERA is pretty high, but yeah, they allow a lot of home runs, but it's not hurting the team. Like Max Scherzer's a fly ball pitcher too. He's allowed five home runs. He has walked the most guys out of all the pitchers that has pitched, which is interesting, but his whip is still below one. Despite that, that's how dominant the Mets pitching is. They are pretty good. I don't think, I think the Phillies are good. I think you still got to watch out for the Braves. I think the Mets win this division. Miami is going to be up and coming. Uh, and Washington just is just bad. The NL Central, it's Milwaukee's. I don't see Cardinals could make a push, but Milwaukee should win that one. Now it's always that NL West because uh, the Padres definitely got better uh, with the acquisitions they got. All they need is Tatis. And when he gets back, uh, the Giants will be the Giants. It's going to be between those three. The Rockies are playing good. Diamondbacks are playing better than I thought. They're 18 to 15. So, you know, it's just it's one of those, okay, I don't see the bottom two. I don't see Arizona and Colorado winning. But they're going to be there. They're going to win games, win 70 games, close to 80 games. They're going to be right there because they got some fight in them. But I think the Dodgers, on paper, the Dodgers are the best team. But – you know, watching the Mets. I think the Mets have what it takes. But you don't want to be in one of them pitching matchups with the Mets for Dodgers. And they've been in a lot of these pitching matchups with teams like the Rockies, like the Cardinals, you know, like Pittsburgh. They lost a couple against Pittsburgh. And that's what gets me to, you know, you know, it's early in the season. So I don't want to just count them out, you know, the Dodgers out. But when you watch them, you see that. Yeah, they're in these pitching matchups. And then all you need is a there are a couple of walks, and a lot of a lot of pitchers have no walking guys. If you look at Pittsburgh, they're going to be they they like okay, this is what you're doing, so we're going to come and we're going to come at you. Pittsburgh, thirteen and nineteen, they're doing better than I thought as well. Um, but I think San Diego. If you ask me, pick I think San Diego because I think they just got so much better. They just need Tatis. That's all you know. That's all they need. And, and the way that Manny Machado is swinging that bat, he's batting three seventy one. That that's insane. Eric Cosmer, three seventy seven. If you have those two guys batting like that, 
all you need is the other guy to step up. Cronenworth is a 300 guy, and he's, he's not hitting 300 right now. That, yeah, that's a problem, but you're going to have to get it going, you know, if you're the Padres. They're, they're relying on the pitching, which is doing a good job. Joe Musgrove, you Darvish doing good. Sean Manayo's on the team. So I think they're good. Uh, just just come – I'm going to be watching. We're going to be paying attention to this. Some games today, uh, later today, and you got games on tomorrow, of course. Um with that, so I just want to take a look um, at, let me see. I don't want to look at no games because I'm just so excited for basketball tomorrow. Like, I'm not even going to be focusing on baseball. Like, once 3.30 get here, baseball is dead to me. Like, that. that's pretty much. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep up, you know, between 1 and 3, 3.15, but I'm going to be thinking about what to eat for this game because hey, I got the Blue Moon beer. I love Blue Moon. I didn't I didn't know nothing about it until I got in Vegas. I was like, let me try this Blue Moon. I seen some orange and stuff. They gave me orange. I'm like, oh, I like this. And it's so good. It's so good. I just want to just drink them all. I did. That's how good it is. Uh, but anyway, that's the end of this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I will be back next Saturday. We're going to be getting this thing popping. I believe the uh, – Draft lottery uh, is uh, what's it, Tuesday, right? I believe so. I, I want to make sure. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Eastern, yeah, because the Eastern Conference Finals will start on Tuesday, and we will have the draft lottery on Tuesday. I think draft lottery will be at eight. I think I have to see, but yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, that's what I'm going to be looking forward to. It will be in Chicago. It's May 17th. Be ready to see what draft position is, and we will go from there. It's it's going to be exciting stuff, so Saturday will implicate that. We will have the preview of the the conference finals with everything already going on. I'm sure it will be a game on that Saturday, so uh, you'll have a preview for that. That's that's going to be the, the... thing we'll talk about the teams that got eliminated what should they do and draft lottery we're going to spend a lot of time with the nba uh for these next few episodes and and things and and i'm gonna go a little i want to talk a little with WNBA next time too so you guys be ready for that have a great weekend enjoy this weather if you're in michigan and wherever you're at be safe um have fun uh it's almost summertime don't have too much fun don't do nothing to get you in trouble i'll see you guys next week